0: Hi, everyone. This is your 1001 Stories Network host, John Hagedorn. And I want to thank each and every one of you listeners for the support you've given 1001 Stories from the Old West. Kevin Sykes will return in the fall with a bunch of great Old West history. But during the meantime, we'll be running episodes of the old radio show Tales of the Texas Rangers, which features actual stories from the files of the Texas Rangers from about 1936 through the late 40s. This show did very well from 1950 to 52 on NBC Radio and was successful in transitioning to TV on CBS from 1955 to 1958. I especially enjoy the episodes where they go after him on horseback. That still happens today in Rough Country where they need to go after fugitives on horseback, keeping America's past alive. It's time for another episode of Tales of the Texas Rangers with Joel McCrae. Hope you enjoy it.
1: Rangers! Tales of the Texas Rangers, authentic stories from their official files. Texas, more than 260,000 square miles. And 50 men who make up the most famous and oldest law enforcement body in North America. From the files of the Texas Rangers come these stories based on fact. Only names, states, and places are fictitious for obvious reasons. The events themselves are a matter of record. Tonight's transcribed case, Candyman.
2: It is 4 p.m. April 14th, 1947. A prisoner at the jail in Pentland County, Texas, is being returned to his cell as the visiting hour comes to an end. His name is Paul Abbott, serving out a six-month sentence for petty larceny. His cellmate, John Saygood, has not had a visitor. For Saygood is being held without bail, awaiting trial for murder.
3: All right, Abbott. In.
4: wife bring what I told you to get for me
5: yeah yeah I got it Johnny candy and and the razor blades
4: you know we're not supposed to have razor blades yeah if they find them on me they might put me in jail what are you so nervous about with your lousy six-month flat bit I'm facing the chair and my nerves are still better than yours look sacred I
5: only got a month and a half to
4: go I don't want to get in no trouble lay off will Are you yet? telling me what I should do you cheap heister? Uh,
5: Oh, Johnny, let go of my arm. You're hurting me.
4: No kidding, really. (laughs) Gee, kid, I'm sorry. Maybe I play too rough and you're my pal. Model prisoner like you with only a few weeks to go never gets searched after a visit. And you're so good to me. Have a piece of candy, pal. I don't want any. Okay. You know, while you've been out visiting, I've been thinking. I'm going to let you and your wife do me another favor. A big favor. Look,
5: i got to be careful what I ask her. I can't upset her now. You know that?
4: Oh, that's right. The baby's due soon, ain't it, Papa? Wouldn't want the kid to start out without an old man, would you? What do you mean, Johnny? I wanted to see if your wife could get these razor blades in. Now, next time she comes, tell her to bring me a hacksaw and a gun. No, no, Johnny. You don't want to see me go to the chair, do you? Now, if you do, I could take one of these blades to your throat. No, no, Johnny. Keep your voice down. All right, Johnny. All right. I'll do it. I'll you do will it. do it. Now, don't kid me. I can hear the wheels turning in that square head of yours. Next time the screw takes you out of here, you'll spill your guts. I won't, Johnny. I swear. I know you won't. And I'll tell you why. Because if you rat on me, somebody will slip a shiv into you. In jail or out. Now, remember that. Remember it if you ever want to see that kid. You don't realize what you're asking me to do. I ain't asking him, tell him. If you decide to get brave with your own neck, remember I can have your wife taken care of, too. You wouldn't. You wouldn't do that. All right, shut up. Here comes the screw. What's the yelping bell? What's going on in here? We was just arguing, that's all. Bell, what? Baseball. How many games Gehrig played for the Yanks? Is that right, Abbott? Ain't that right, Abbott?
5: Yeah, that's right. Baseball.
2: Frantic with fear, Paul Abbott yielded to Saygood... and, through his wife, obtained the gun and hacksaw. The blow-off came a week later when the Pentland County jailer was killed... and Saygood and Abbott escaped. While roadblocks were being quickly set up by Ranger and Highway Patrol units... Ranger Jace Pearson contacted Sheriff Leonard Ginn at the county jail.
3: Well, they were in this cell, Ranger.
6: Yeah. tongue of the lock has been hacksawed, Sheriff.
3: Yeah, they must have waited in the passage until the jailer turned the corner here and shot him through the stomach and took his keys.
6: Any idea where they got the gun?
3: No, no, but Abbott's wife was allowed to visit. She could have slipped it in to him
6: you got a pickup out for her?
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Deputy's out after now. Abbott made a big jump when they gunned the jailer. From petty larceny to jailbreak and murder.
6: I don't know. A murderer like Saygood. He had a reason to crash out. But a first-timer like Abbott with only four weeks to go, he doesn't figure to make a break.
3: Just the same. Abbott's gone with Saygood.
6: We may find out why when we bring in his wife. Sometimes a man goes places he doesn't want to go. With a gun in his back.
7: What could I do, Sheriff? What else could I do? That man would have killed him.
6: Did you arrange anything else for them, Mrs. Abbott? Get clothing or an automobile?
7: No, how could I? I even had to lie to my mother to get money. to, To buy the gun. Paul was in jail and I wasn't working. I was always borrowing money to bring him things.
6: I understand. The one behind the bars doesn't do all the suffering.
7: I'd have done anything for Paul. But I had to take the food out of my mouth to buy things for that other man. And it isn't me alone. I'll be having my baby soon. Why did Paul go with him? Why?
6: I don't think he went willingly, Mrs. Abbott. I'm afraid he went at the point of that gun you brought in.
3: Oh. i begin to agree with that, Ranger.
6: You told us you brought Saygood a lot of candy.
7: Yeah. More than a dollar's worth every week.
3: There's a real sweet too, Jase. Always oh, sitting up a yammer for sugar at mealtimes. Yeah.
6: Mrs. Abbott, will you excuse us for a moment? Sheriff, I want to see you for a second.
3: Oh, sure, sure. Sure.
6: Got anybody watching our house in case Abbott and saga show up there?
3: Yeah, it's covered.
6: Good. Your office hasn't any report of a stolen car, huh?
3: No, nope, nothing yet.
6: And they're probably on foot. Could be out of the county by now, though. We have other Ranger units in the area. I'm going to call my headquarters and have one of them come with me so he can beat the countryside.
3: Okay. Anything else you want me to handle?
6: Yeah. They'll have to eat wherever they are. And even if they have money, they won't take a chance on being spotted buying anything for a while.
3: Mm, that figures.
6: I want you to make a careful check on any robbery report you get from food stores.
8: Uh-huh.
6: I'd like an itemized account of everything that's taken. I got a hunch Saygood will make a special effort to get his hands on some candy. All that day, nothing turned up in the roadblock, while Ranger Jim Leeds and I rode through the countryside without finding a trace of the man we were after. But on the following morning... Maybe we've been heading the wrong way, Jase. I don't think so, Leeds. Coming this way would have been the fastest trail out of the county. Other ways, all wilderness for more than 80 miles. Too much of them on foot without supplies.
3: Still figuring they cut through toward U.S. 280, eh?
6: They must have. They'll have to get to a car someplace unless they got a spot to hole up in real close. I don't think Sego would take that chance. He'll want distance. yeah. Farmhouse head. Hmm. A rider coming, too. He's really pounding leather. He sees us coming right this way. Let's meet him.
5: Uh, Howdy, strangers. Oh, charcoal. Hey, I didn't expect anybody so soon.
6: What do you mean?
5: Well, I just called the sheriff less than half an hour ago. Ain't that why you're here?
6: We didn't know about your call. What happened?
5: Well, My dogs flushed a couple of prowlers during the night. I've been out all night hunting them, or I'd have put in a call before.
6: Maybe you're a boys. You know what they look like?
5: No, all I saw was two shadows. Dogs woke me up, like I told you. Men was prowling
6: around. You better have a look at his place, Leeds. Yeah. We'll ride back with you. Oh,
5: all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: How long ago did it happen? Oh,
5: reckon it was 2 a.m., about six hours ago.
6: You say you chased him?
5: Yeah, but I couldn't spot him in the dark. I just rode around all night. If I'd have had any sense, I'd have called right away, but they threw a couple of shots at me when I saw them and I got hot and went for my gun and lit out. I see. They get anything? Well, when I went back to the house this morning, my missus said a couple of shirts and jeans was missing.
6: Must be say good and have it all right. Getting rid of their jail clothes. They have horses? No, oh, I didn't hear any. Maybe they were gonna take a couple of yours and didn't have time to get them. How come your dogs didn't stay after
5: them? Dogs pinned up. Should have turned them loose, but like I said, I, I was too hot to do any thinking after they shot at me.
6: If you had done any thinking, you'd have stayed home. One of the men you were chasing is a killer, and about as cold
8: as. A
6: we picked up their trail near the farmhouse about four miles out, we found the ashes of a fire and chicken bones and feathers. And in the brush, near the same spot, a bundle of prison clothes. From there, the trail led straight to the U.S. Highway. You can see the road through the brush now, Jace? Yeah. Let's hope we spot a highway patrol car before we...
3: Now, what's the matter?
6: Something off the road in that patch of Douglas fir. Yeah.
3: Looks like the front of a truck pulled pretty
6: far back. Come on. Get up, Get Go, boy. Go. Oh, Whoa. Whoa, boy. Oh. Uh, haul truck. Uh. Stacked with new cars. Uh-huh. That's what they are. Well screened from the road, all right. Yeah. Uh, driver doesn't seem to be around.
3: Unloading ramps down,
6: Jace the Tire tracks on the ground. They've got a car now, all right. Wonder what happened to the driver of the truck. Blood on the cab seat, and more on the running board and the ground. Goes this way.
3: There he is. Dead, Jeez. Probably tried to go for help
6: and couldn't make it. Yeah. Wound looks like Saygood's trademark shot through the stomach.
1: You are listening to Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. Now we continue with tonight's case, Candyman, an authentic story from the files of the Texas Rangers.
6: left the horses with Leeds at the nearest town. He did some checking while I got a lift back to Pentland to pick up the car and horse trailer. Then I drove back to meet Leeds where I'd left him. Come on, boy. Get in the trailer. Oh, ooh boy. Ready to roll, Jase. We'll roll as soon as we can figure out which way. You check on those gas stations? Highway patrol went all the way down the line. No station service to the car we're looking for. No pump locks were broken during the night. ATXA. They must have driven as far as they wanted to go and ditched the car, somewhere within about 100 miles from here. How do you figure that? Well, new cars coming off the assembly line only get a few gallons of gas put in them. If they didn't take on more gas, they got as far as they could on what was in the tank. That makes sense. We'll head west. Sega's had trouble in Oklahoma and Louisiana, according to his record, so he'd go to New Mexico, where he's
3: clean. He left the state. Yeah? Guess it's our best shot.
6: Unit 10 to KTXA. Go ahead, KTXA.
2: have report for Unit 10 on subject John Saygood. Only known associate of Saygood's was woman known as Marcella Roberts. Present whereabouts unknown. Last location was place of business, beauty salon in Abilene, Texas. Left there two months ago.
6: Unit 10 request check of cosmetic distributors and supply houses. Check recent orders as possible source of new address on subject Marcella Roberts.
8: Will
2: do, Unit 10. Uh, moment, Unit 10. I have another message coming in for you, Unit 10. Stand by.
6: Unit 10 standing by. Maybe they found the car, gee. A big help if they have. Here
2: it is, Unit 10. General store at Pike Hill entered during early morning. Situated 30 miles west, your present location. Check of stolen merchandise includes candy.
6: That fits subject, Saygood. Proceeding to Pike Hill immediately, Unit 10, 10-4.
8: A.D.A.
3: Austin. I uh, sleep in a room right back at the store here, Ranger, and I hear this noise. I got up and lit the light, and it was just before daybreak. Yeah.
6: Hmm. See anybody?
3: No, no. But I opened the door into the store, and then the dang cat popped into my room and started purring and rubbing against my leg. So I just figured she'd knock something over, so I went on back to bed. I see. Didn't know anybody broke in until I got up this morning and found the door glass busted. Must have slept through that, though. <laughs> I sleep real sound. Guess I woke up when they knocked this stack of canned goods over. Got them up and got them all stacked again now.
6: You call the sheriff right away?
3: Yep, yep. Soon as I found a few dollars from the cash drawer missing. Didn't think about the candy counter. Don't keep much, you know. Till a couple of kids come in later on wanting some peppermint lifesavers, then I saw a whole box and was gone and some chocolate bars.
6: I guess that's when the sheriff got in touch with us then. And we'll rope off this showcase and have somebody from our lab come in to check it for fingerprints, so we can be sure it was the man we were after. Not much doubt about it, Chase. Nothing like being sure. <laughs> We drove further west from Pike Hill past Virgo while we waited for the fingerprint check. We combed the brush along the highway looking for the car Sagood and Abbott had stolen, but there was no sign of it. If it was abandoned, it might stay hidden for weeks.
3: Nothing in here, Jace.
6: No. It would have been a good spot to ditch a car, though. Well, they couldn't have driven much further than this. So we may find it further on. Uh, maybe. Maybe we've already passed it. Hey, Call on your car radio, Jace. Yeah. I heard it.
2: KTXA to Unit 10. Come in, Unit
6: 10. Unit 10 to KTXA. Go ahead, KTXA.
2: Report on subject Marcella Roberts. Cosmetic distributor check shows nail enamel ordered in subject's name two weeks ago. Delivery made to adorable beauty salon, Virgo, Texas.
6: Units 10 and 7 continuing investigation. Unit 10, 10 10-4. KTXA, Austin. Highland leaves. Virgo's about 50 miles back, Jace. Yeah, I had a hunch we came too far. Figure the woman's helping him hide out? Sega didn't head in this direction without a reason. If she isn't hiding him, she'll know where he's headed. Marcella Roberts wasn't at work. Nor was she at her home when we got there. But she came home about an hour later. We left her car out of sight, but she didn't see us until she came up the steps to the private entrance on the porch. Miss Roberts?
7: What? Oh. Oh, Rangers. I didn't see you.
6: I thought you might be able to help us. You know a man named John Saygood?
7: I used to know him a long time ago.
6: you seen him lately?
7: Well, how could I? I heard that he was in jail.
6: Paperboy paper boy must have been neglecting you lately. He's out. We're looking for him.
7: All right, Ranger. I'll tell you what I know. He, um, he, probably headed for Oklahoma City. Told me once that he could always hide out there if he got in any trouble.
6: He should have carried a compass because he headed the wrong way. He broke into a store at Pike Hill before sunup this morning, and he was still moving in this direction when he left there.
7: Well, I haven't seen him.
6: Good. And you won't mind if we
3: take a look through your apartment. If you've got any objection, one of us can wait here while the other gets the warrant.
7: All right, you can come in. I only hesitated because the place is a mess.
6: Sure, but we won't tell the neighbors. Come on, let's go.
7: Well, here you are. I couldn't hide a mouse in here.
6: Leeds, check the bathroom and closets. I'll look in the kitchen. Bye, Chase.
3: Nobody here, Chase, that's for sure. No,
6: not now. But there was somebody here.
7: What do you mean?
6: I mean, if you were a better housekeeper, you might make a better liar. You could have swept up these candy wrappers on the floor. Is
7: there a law against eating candy? I eat it all the time.
6: So does Saygood. You happen to have a 30-day diet tacked up on your kitchen wall. Your figure says you've been following it pretty close. You
7: can't prove anything with that.
6: Maybe not. But there's something else. Two different brands of cigarettes in this ashtray. And one brand doesn't have any lipstick on them.
7: I had a boyfriend visit me.
6: I'm going to check every store in this town and find out if you bought a load of groceries today. And if you did, what? you better be able to show them or prove where they went. Stranger You're concealing and aiding a murderer. You can serve a lot of time for that, Marcella. <laughs> Enough to rub off those good looks before you get out.
7: I don't want to go to jail. But you don't know Johnny. He killed
3: me.
6: Where is he?
7: Well, I took him and the other fellow up the back road to the Sierra Diablo foothill. Said he'd hide out there and come back in a week after I raised some money for him to get out of the country.
6: You lead us out the way you left him. And don't bother about raising that money. He isn't going to be needing it. <laughs> to the place where Sagood and Abbott had been dropped, at the base of the wild Sierra Diablo country, catching the last rays of the sun. Leeds and I took our horses out of the trailer and started after them. Getting pretty dark, Jace. Yeah. Have to leave the horses and go on foot soon or we'll lose this trail. I can hardly see anything now. Uh, hold up a minute. Whoa, whoa, charcoal. Oh, what? Uh, uh, uh. Mm, a moist patch here. One of them slipped and fell. The one making the heaviest tracks. Probably Saygood. No, Abbott. Saygood's bigger, but he's using Abbott for a pack mule to carry supplies. Look how the tracks spraddle out. Yeah. Sure must be carrying weight, all right. Headed right for that rocky ground ahead. We won't find any more prints as clear as these. You want to tie the horses off here? No. I think we better lead them. I can walk this ground, and we may need them coming out. Now let's keep going. Hey. lost him, Jace. Keep flashing your light around it. Keep it cupped. All right, I'll spread out a little. Bit. No, no, wait a minute. Come back. Huh? What'd you find? Earth is soft at the base of this rock. Yeah, but no prints in it, Jase. No, but look at those marks. Hmm. Rattlesnake tracks. Yeah, wasn't moving away from here, though. Den's probably in under the rock was weaving back and forth. A rattler only does that when it's disturbed. You mean they scared it passing by? Something scared it. Some loose rock fell around here not long ago, either. You can see where it chipped as it fell. The chips are fresh. haven't been weathered over.
3: Then they must have knocked it loose climbing up around a rock. Yeah.
6: Let's find out. If they did come this way, they must have moved along this ledge. Use your light again right, Chase. Look at this. Yeah, piece of broken shoelace. Snapped while they were climbing. And yeah, they sat there and tied the rest of it. See where his back rubbed dirt off the rock behind him. Yeah. yeah he made straight for that plateau. Gives Sagood a clear view of anything coming up by day. Gonna leave the horses here and go on? No. no climb down and get them. We'll circle the rocks and take the long way up give Segur a chance to fall asleep. We may be able to take him alive. We reached the plateau, a broad, flat patch, just under the final ascent of the high peaks of the range and picked up the trail again. It led straight toward a clump of trees and brush, and through the trees, we saw the globe of fire. We moved toward it. The
3: moon's pretty bright now, Chase. We're out here... They're in cover. Unless they move between us and that far. It's
6: funny, Sego did keep a fire going at night. Need it in the day for cooking, but it's a giveaway
3: in the dark. He probably figures he's safe enough. He's got to keep an eye on Abbott. Unless we're wrong and Abbott's along because he wants to
6: be. And we'll find that out when the showdown comes. Don't sign any movement there yet, Jase. Mm. Uh, better leave the horses now. And yeah, we'll stake them out here and split. Circle in on foot and take them.
9: Flop now, please!
6: Now I knew what was wrong with the fire. It was a decoy Sega had set up. He was someplace in the rim of the brush behind us. I twisted around looking for a flash of his gun if he fired again.
9: Stand up, Rangers! Let me get a good shot. I'll put one right to your belly.
6: You
5: didn't expect to get away, did you, good. You
9: ain't got
5: me yet. We can wait. You'll never get out of here unless we take you out. We got four guns to your one, say good?
9: Don't forget the extra joker I dealt myself. Talk up, Abbott. Oh, Johnny, my ass. I still got Abbott. Little Papa. And if one of you got a bullet mark for me, remember it's got to go through him first.
6: Keep him talking, Jace. Maybe I can crawl around. No, 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 no. He's trigger happy. If he heard a sound, he'd put a bullet in Abbott's back.
9: What do you say, Rangers? You want to see this punk die? I oh, remember, i got nothing to
5: lose by gunning it. What do you want, Sagard?
9: I'll make your deal.
5: We don't make deals. You'll
9: make this one or Abbott's dead. He's not falling, Rangers. He'll kill me. I got a wife and a kid, down Ain't that touching, Rangers? Now you're gonna play ball with me. What's your deal? Back off. Way off so I can see you go. And leave us your
5: horses. And remember, Abbott will be in
9: front of me when we come out to get him.
3: Jeez. We can let them come out, and then we can... Sure, sure, I know. All
5: right, Saygood. You got a deal.
6: I loosened the cinch on charcoal. We backed away, ready in case they fired. Then they moved out into the moonlight. Segud kept Abbott between us and got him up on Leeds' horse. No. Then he started to mount charcoal.
9: Hold on, Rangers! Ah, on. Shake him, charcoal! Shake him, boy.
5: Come
6: on, Lee. He won't be able
8: to hit anything but the ground.
6: There goes good.
8: Watch him. Oh, my arm! My arm's not hit! You all right, Abbott? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. Get up, Say Oh, my arms! Oh.
6: Never borrow a ranger's horse when a ranger's around, unless he wants you to have him. I'm glad I didn't have to kill you, Sagred. I want the rest of the prisoners at Pentland to see you back in that cell might help them make up their minds never to come back again
5: You been start that lesson with me Ranger once I get out you won't see me there again
6: Good Abbott it's no place for a wife and kid to go visiting. All right, say good get going. All right.
2: John Sagood was brought to trial and found guilty on three counts of murder. His sentence Death in the Electric
3: Chair.
6: This is Joel McRae. Many tales about the Texas Rangers have been repeated until they are legend. And here's one of my favorites. Many years ago, rioting broke out in a Texas town, and the mayor appealed for aid from the rangers. He was at the railroad depot to meet the expected help when a stranger got off the train and approached him. Are you the mayor, the stranger asked. The mayor, looking anxiously for the ranger force, said, yeah, but I have no time to talk to you now. I'm waiting for the Texas rangers to stop this rioting. The stranger said, I'm the ranger. I was sent down to help you. The mayor's mouth dropped open in dismay. They only send one ranger? puzzled by the question, the Ranger said, yeah, you only got one riot, haven't you? Don't forget our date. Same time next week, folks. See you then.
1: Next week, Joel McRae and another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers. Joel McRae is currently seen starring in the Universal International Technicolor production, Saddle Tramp. Tonight's cast included Tony Barrett, Frank Martin, Reed Hadley, Wilms Herbert, Dick Ryan, and Lorene Tuttle. This story was transcribed and adapted by Joel Mercott, and the program was produced and directed by Stacey Keach. This is Hal Gibney speaking.
6: Three chimes mean good times on NBC. The secret of Dennis Day's comedy is that he always appears perplexed and bewildered. Dennis will be back on the network of the chimes Saturday, October 7th. That's three weeks from tonight, with more delightful mix-ups and popular music in the thrilling day manner. And that same Saturday, October 7th, also marks the return of Judy Canova with more of her mountain-style music and mayhem.
10: information connect with a wealth advisor today at corient.com that's c o r i e n t.com corient.com
1: presenting Joel McCrae as Jace Pearson in Tales of the Texas Rangers <laughs> Texas Rangers. Authentic stories from their official files. Texas, more than 260,000 square miles. And 50 men who make up the most famous and oldest law enforcement body in North America. of the Texas Rangers come these stories based on fact only names dates and places are fictitious for obvious reasons the events themselves are a matter of record case for tonight clean up
2: Several years ago, the town of Kilman, Texas... ...boasted a population of slightly under 3,000 inhabitants... ...until a wildcat gusher started a fabulous new oil boom. In a matter of months, the population rose to 12,000... ...as drillers, roughnecks, and other field personnel poured in. And behind them, like vultures... ...came the horde of racketeers, gamblers, and grifters. But even organized vice was not profitable enough... ...for the boss of the crime syndicate, Frankie Gennaro. Gennaro started to move in on the oil business itself.
11: Yeah, sure, Paul is alone, Stetson? Yeah, Frankie, in the shack with a light. What have we been getting from him? Herb's got the figures. Yeah, he's got uh, four wells in production. We've been getting 200 barrels a day. So what's his beef? He's still getting plenty. He choked the wells down. Says he won't pay off anymore. Yeah, we'll see about that. You better come in, too, Herb. Yeah, okay, Frank. Don't knock open it. Hey, what's the idea of busting in
12: here? No idea, Paul. I hear you've had some kind of a misunderstanding with my boys. There's no misunderstanding, Gennaro. You're just not getting any more oil from my wells. I'm not taking any more threats from you or your tin horn friends. Watch what you're saying, Paul. I'll say what I want. I'll not only say it to you, I'll say it to the law. Your mouth's got a loose trigger, Paul. shoots off to us. Right, get out. Get out of here before I bend this pipe wrench over your head. Hey,
11: I'm sorry. Let go of me. Grab him, Frankie. Let me go. He's got a knife. Let him have it, Herbert. Uh. Oh. <laughs> oh. He clipped me with that ranch.
12: Well, they won't do it again, such. This will teach the other operators not to get smart. Come on, Herb. Yeah? Let's get out of here.
2: The death of Joe Powell sealed the lips of other frightened oil operators. And they said nothing as Frankie Gennaro continued to exact tribute from the smaller private companies. But Powell's murder aroused special interest of the Texas Rangers. Captain Stinson sent for Ranger
13: Jace Pearson. You know what's been happening in Kilman since the oil boom started, Jace? Yeah, I've heard. I've got Rangers in the town, of course. Good men. But they're too well known. We're being blocked all the way by people who won't talk or who are afraid to talk. I've never worked the Kilman district. I'm not known there. Well, that's why I sent for you. I want Kilman cleaned up, starting with Joe Powell's murder. But a man wearing a badge won't stand a chance. You want me to work without one? That's right, Jace. But not alone. We've got a new man just transferred into the company, Steve Clark. You can work together. Good. You better brief me on the power murder. Well, all we've got is in the next room. Have a look. I hear some photographs taken at the murder scene.
6: Hmm. Stabbed in the back. A belt and shirt twisted, though. Powell must have put up a fight before he went down. He fought all right. Look at this wrench. Yeah. yeah blood stains bloodstains and a few matted hairs on it. Is this the same wrench that was next to the body in the photos? The same one. Powell must have hit somebody with it before he was killed then. It looks that way. That means two or more men ganged up on him. He dropped one with a wrench and then the other one stabbed him. That's the way I see it. Yeah, blood on the wrench been typed. Yeah,
13: here's a report from the lab at Austin. Typo, huh? Brown hair, Caucasian male. Micrometer measurements are there too, and that's all we've got, Jace. How about a list of undesirables hanging out in Kilman? Oh yeah, I got that too. Uh, here, mostly petty crooks, gamblers, and muscle men. Our boys run a few out and new ones come in. Must be one man at the top, though. Usually is, but which one? A few possibilities on your list here. This one, uh, Stutz Tracy? No, no, he's not big enough to be given the orders. Does he know you
6: by sight? No, I just know a few of these names by reputation and photos. Now, here's another bad one. Herb Enfield. Yeah, heard about him, too. Plenty.
13: Supposed to be a real vinegarone. It's tougher than the back end of a shooting gallery. Yeah, well, he's not smart enough to cover up for himself. The only other possible boss I can see is
6: this one, Frankie Gennaro. Uh Uh-huh. Got lots of arrests and a couple of indictments. No convictions. On the surface, his record's
13: clean. He always has an alibi, and it always stands up. Well, I guess I better get started. Right, We'll go over to the barracks and I'll introduce you to Steve Clark.
6: you want to change your clothes anyhow. Yeah. Well, the first job is to locate key men. When we find out who's making the wheels turn, we can put our badges on again and move in with a force. Well, the whole company will be standing by. You better warn the rangers in town not to let on they know me.
13: Well, they've been warned. You'll be treated just like a stranger. You have anything to report, contact me directly. But be careful. And you better leave your car outside the town and just meander in on horses. Cowpokes? Yeah, just a couple of wandering cowpokes.
6: I met Steve Clark. We dressed like a couple of cowpokes and and parked our car outside of Kilman. It was almost midnight when we rode in. The town was sprawled all over the map, dotted with trailers and crude shacks thrown together from tin and old packing crates. Despite the hour, everything was going full blast. It oh, sure is booming, Jase. Yeah, the hotel down the ways looks especially lively. Bet that isn't legal liquor they're taking on around here. Yeah, bet there isn't much of anything here that is legal. A bunch of oil trucks coming through. We better get out of the way. Get over, Charcoal. Come on, boy. Oh boy, over that it's kind of late for him to be hauling oil. Ought to be a daytime operation. Might be a shortage of trucks, Jace. Everything has to be hauled. No pipelines to the refineries yet. You think it might be hot oil? Maybe. We don't know why Joe Powell was killed, but if somebody had been stealing his oil and Powell found out about it, we'd have a pretty good motive. Yeah. But if those trucks are hauling stolen oil, they're being pretty open about it. Oh, Oh, boy. Listen to that racket, yeah. Being pretty open about everything around here. Boy, you talk
8: too
6: much. Come on, Clark. Let's get us a room. I want to call the captain and find out about these night-riding trucks. Any plan we had about staying at the hotel was cut short by the desk clerk. There wasn't a room available in the town. We hung around for about an hour before we found a rancher who told us we could bunk down in the loft of his barn outside of the town. Cleaning that mess up isn't going to be easy, Jason. Yeah, it's going to be even tougher than it looks, Clark. Notice what happened when the sheriff and one of the rangers they know walked in? Yeah. And
12: all the gambling stopped five minutes before they got there, and all the liquor disappeared. Whoever's running that place knew they were coming. No wonder our men haven't been able to
6: get any place. We could have stopped that place from operating, Chase. We saw what was going on. Yeah, it wouldn't do any good to show a badge and shut down one spot. We've got to shut them all. But first, we've got to hook them all together. Yeah, guess you right. Hey, look over there.
12: Roadside phone booth by that gas station. Are you still going to call Captain Stinson? Yeah, it's a good spot. The station's closed. I'll take the horses back off the road and wait.
6: got through to Captain Stinson at his home. But what he had to say about the trucks wasn't encouraging.
13: Yes, Jeez, we've had reports on the trucks. They run every night.
6: Have our men ever stopped any of them? Yes,
13: but they seem to be all right, Jeez. They have receipts for everything they're carrying. And the trucks are properly licensed.
6: I still can't see why they're running at night.
13: Neither can I, but there's no law against it.
6: Hasn't the commission set a limit on the number of barrels each well can pump in a day?
13: Yes, each well is allowed 300 barrels a day long as the present pressure holds.
6: Have the operators been accounting for that much oil each day?
13: Yes, the commission keeps a careful check. Operators report production of 300 a day. The trucking company receipts show haulage of 300 a day. And the figures at the refineries tally, too. It's a three-way check, Jase. I don't see how they could beat it.
6: Well, I'm still convinced that Powell's death has something to do with hot oil.
13: Well, I can't help you there, Jace. It's all in your
5: lap.
6: I'm hoping to match the hair the lab found on that wrench power used, but I need a motive to narrow down the field. 12,000 people in town make a lot of suspects.
13: We'll do the best you can.
6: I will. I'm sending you a list of names. men we spotted running gambling games and selling liquor at the hotel. We'll have to let them run for a while till we move in with a big broom.
13: We'll raise dust whenever you're ready. <laughs>
6: I left Steve Clark wandering around town, spotting the rackets, while I rode through the oil field at night, striking up casual conversations with the pumpers wherever I saw one of the night-riding trucks load up and leave. Howdy. Well, howdy. A little bit off your trail, ain't you, Carl Yeah. <laughs> ah, Just riding around, wishing some of this land was mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all wishing the
12: same thing i was just going to have a donut and a little coffee. Want a come? Yeah.
6: If your friends on the truck didn't drink it all. Them uh, fellas? They're always in too much of a hurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tie a horse to the derrick there, and he'll be all right. Thanks.
13: There you are.
6: Thanks. Yeah, it's a funny hour for making oil pickups. What we'll makes them haul so late? Oh, I don't know. Hey, always take a full load? Uh huh.
13: Um, 100 barrels a clip, that's a full tank truck. Okay.
6: and field storage tanks hold 1,000 barrels each, don't they?
5: Uh-huh.
6: Uh, want a donut? No, thanks. I checked with a few more pumpers, then rode out to the barn where Clark and I were bunking. I woke him up. <sighs> <laughs> Oh boy, Chase. What time
11: is it? Almost six. What'd you find out? Oh, I'm stretched here. Yeah, <laughs> well, got another flock of names you can send down to the captain. Here you are. Hmm.
6: Yeah, we got just about every small-time hood staked out. Everything but the headman. Chase, I'm not so sure there is a headman. There's got to be. All the racketeers stick to their own game in their own part of town. They're all protected by the same muscle men. Yeah. So. So they belong to an organization. Otherwise, they'd be fighting among themselves, trying to move in on each other. Yeah. Didn't think of that. Dipping a finger in the oil business here, too. I'd swear to it. And that's big. We find the man on top of that, we'll have the kingpin of the entire operation. Well, I'll keep looking around, Chase. No. No, let the town go for a while. From now on, we'll concentrate on the wells. When we get the man responsible for killing Powell, the whole thing will tumble like a house of cards.
1: You are listening to Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. Beginning one week from tomorrow, that's Sunday, October 8th, Tales of the Texas Rangers will be heard at a new time. Remember, our next show is Sunday, October 8th, one week from tomorrow. Now we continue with tonight's case, Clean Up, an authentic story from the files of the Texas Rangers.
6: picked ourselves out at Powell's Wells. For two days, we kept check around the clock on every load of oil that was hauled away, watching from a distance. It was a dead-end watch.
12: Yeah, it checks out, Jase. Four wells, 300 barrels each per day, 1,200 barrel total.
6: And that's what they've hauled away. Yeah, but since we've been here, nothing's been hauled from Powell's Wells at night. Yeah, gonna keep watching them? Just for the night, so we can measure the flow from the wells. You can keep the pumper busy for a while at 9 o'clock while I run a tape gauge into the storage tank. You'll have to check them again later. Yeah, I'll wander up and keep the pumper busy around 3 a.m. Then you can make the second check. Compare our figures and we'll know if those wells are really choked for 300 barrels each or if they're pumping more in the legal quota. Okay, Jace. Let's hope it works. We made the check we didn't have to do much figuring. The wells were on the nose. 300 barrels a day each, not a drop more. Well, that's it, Chase. And the refinery reports show that it's all going through. There's no hot oil to be accounted for. Well, it was a thought. Let's get the horses and turn in. Yeah. Guess Paul just happened to brush somebody the wrong way. Yeah.
12: That oil angle would have helped plenty. Too bad. Hey, wait a minute. Hmm? There's
6: a car coming. Hey, yeah. He's turning up the road toward that rigging over there. Rigging isn't lit. Nobody's working there. It was a dry hole. Get low. Yeah. His lights will sweep this way when he turns.
12: Hey, stopped at the dry hole, all right. Yeah. And look, Powell's pumper's walking across the field to meet him. Yeah,
6: they're going up to the knowledge house on the rig. It's a funny place to be holding a meeting at this time of night. It's a cinch they don't want to be seen. That pumper knows more, than he told us. Come on. What's the plan, Jason? Maybe we can slip under the platform of the rigging without them seeing us. If we can get under the knowledge house. We may learn a few things through the
4: floorboards. We crept through the
6: muddy channel that drained into the slush pit and got under the knowledge house. We were hidden, but we could
11: hear them. The trucks will start making pickups again tomorrow night. Here? Why not? Unless you think you're gonna object. I can't do it. You know, Powell changed the chokes before. before the. before his accident? Yeah. All right, sir. How can I give you any oil? Well, are only pumping regular quarters. Have the chokes changed again, so they pump a little extra. I can't. Not without Miss Powell's okay. I'm working for her now. Maybe you didn't hear me. I said change the chokes. Oh, I'm afraid, Stutz.
12: Must be Stutz Tracy, Jason.
11: Yeah. Right. Well, don't look at me like that, Stutz. No, I'm on his spot. Listen, you, we've got the operators in this field lined up. We don't intend to have any trouble with a wise guy Humper, no, no,
8: no, no, wait a minute, Stutz,
11: wait a minute. Yeah. What, what, what,
8: would you have to hit me
11: with? Just to make you think. That's only a sample. Maybe you'd like what Paul got. Oh, don't talk like that, Stutz. I'll do what you say. Just, just tell me what you want me to do. I've already told you. The trucks will roll tomorrow night. Yeah. Don't disappoint, us. Don't forget. Yeah, tomorrow.
12: He knows what happened to Paul, Jase. Let's grab him. Help. No, no, stay down. He's not the head man.
6: But I wonder why we haven't been seeing him around.
12: Wish I could have gotten a look at his face. His voice sounded familiar. Yeah, you've seen mug of him in the photos we have. Hey, a fellow with the broken nose. That's right.
6: Have you seen him around?
12: Yeah, I think I have. Shh. Humper's leave.
6: All right. How about it? You seen Stutz?
12: Yeah, only this afternoon at the hotel.
6: He was talking to Frankie Gennaro. That's the first time either of us has seen him since we've been here. I heard him
12: talking to Gennaro. He said he'd been up to Big D.
6: In Dallas? What was he up there for?
12: Well, that wasn't mentioned. They didn't talk much. All I know is that Stutz just got back. He'd been gone two weeks.
6: Ah, come on. We can get out of here now. Gone two weeks, huh? In other words, since Powell got killed. Yeah, what do you make out of that, Jason? If he doesn't know just something about Powell's murder. I got a hunch he was in on it. Powell clipped one of his attackers with that pipe wrench. Remember? Must have left a mark. And if Stutz had that mark, he wouldn't hang around and give people a chance to notice it. Is that it? Two weeks is just to be about long enough for a scar to heal over. We've got to get a sample of Stutt's hair to match with the hair samples Lab got off that wrench. Well, how do we get that? We get our hands on a comb or brush, anything he's used on his head. But first, we've got to find him.
12: Well, he may have headed back to the hotel. That's a favorite hangout.
6: Yeah, we'll try it. But on the way into town, I want to call the captain. Yeah. Come on, Charcoal. Come on, boy. What are
12: you going to call the captain
6: for? Find out who owns the truck's hauling the oil and what refinery they're going to. See if we can hook the ownership up with any of the people we've been watching here. Why? Well, because records have been falsified to cover that hot oil. We find out who's changing them, and we'll know who Stutz is working for and who killed Powell. Jay's hot oil won't prove murder. No, but once we link Stutz as an accomplice in the murder, I got a feeling he'll squeal like a pig caught under a gate. I made my call to Captain Stinson. He arranged to have the trucks followed in the ownership check. Then Clark and I headed for the hotel where business was going on as usual. There he is, Jace, at the counter. They're using it as a bar. How's uh-huh. uh-huh. Enfield and Frankie Janelle. There's a trio the warden Huntsville would love to have. Well, maybe you'll get him later on.
12: Well, what do we do? Just wait around until Stutz is his hair? No. Look on the stool beside him. Huh?
6: Oh, his hat. Is it his? Uh, It's the one he was wearing when I saw him this afternoon. Good. There'll be enough hair strands in it or little clippings in the band to tell us what we want to know. Chase, how do we get it? Uh, Call for a drink and crowd him. You just grab it and fade. Want me to take it back to the barn? No. No, There's a small airfield near the next town. Get it over there and call the Austin lab and have it picked up. They can report to Captain Stinson. When I call him in the morning, he should have enough for us to start dropping the net. get a line on the trucking company and the refinery?
13: Yes, you like it. The trucking company is owned under an alias by Herb Enfield and his wife. Good. And the refinery is owned by a woman. We checked on her, Jace. She's Frankie Janero's girlfriend.
6: Oh, that does it. When are you coming in?
13: Well, the whole company's standing by right now, ready to roll.
6: Well, then come ahead and throw up roadblocks on the way. An awful lot of people are going to want to leave here in a hurry. <laughs>
13: home the town, Jase. You got a section for Clark and me? Take your choice. You know who I want. Good. Go ahead. The rest of the men have their assignments. Names you supplied. Listen, you people. All of you. Now, most of you are decent folks. Go home and stay home. The streets may not be safe for the next couple of hours, but by tonight, you'll have your town back. We use the hotel for a jail. All right, let's go. Come out with your hands up. All right, come on, get moving. All right,
5: all of you up against the wall, and don't anybody reach for a gun. Anybody else want to try that?
11: on your feet. Uh, what do you cow folks want? We're not cow folks. We're Texas Rangers. Rangers? But get up.
6: Get up. You're coming over to the hotel lobby. We'll tell you all about it. Well, oh, that's quite a hole, Jace. Yeah. I can't locate Herb Enfield and Frankie Gennaro. Clark's holding Stutz Tracy in that side room, though. He might know where the others are. You got the photos of the hair samples lab matched? Yeah, here. Good. I'll show these to Stutz. They should convince him. He say anything yet, Clark? Chase, not a buzz.
11: I'm not gonna say anything either.
6: Stutz, I got something to show you. Ever seen anything like this before? Take a look at this photograph. What is it? Just a couple of hairs. One on the left came from your hat. We borrowed it last night. Uh, What's the idea? The hair on the right is just like it. Exactly like it. That came from a bloody wrench we found beside the body of Joe Powell. Powell hit you with that wrench, Stutz, and then you killed him. I I was never even near him. That hair and the scar on your head proves you were. But but I didn't kill him. You were there. You know who did. I I was knocked out. I didn't see who... Come on, Stutz. Who was with you? I... Herb Enfield and, Fra- and... Frankie Gennaro. Yeah.
11: Oh, he'll kill me.
6: He's gonna kill me. Gennaro's the boss, then. Yeah. He's got a hideout someplace. Where is it?
11: No, he'll kill me. I he'll said, protect. where is it? You... You gotta protect me. Huh. There's... There's a cabin up past the Red Cedars other side of the oil field. That's where he's been living.
12: you will have a clear view of the road up there, Jason. We won't uh, use the road. Oh. We'll ride right up from behind. Is
6: Enfield there, too? Yeah. Yeah, they're always together.
12: Chase, they may not even know we moved in on the
6: town. They'll know soon.
12: Yeah, there's the cabin, Chase. Pretty fancy. Yeah, it ought to be. They milked plenty out of this town. Yeah. Cow's running dry for them now, though.
6: Hey, somebody around the side of the cabin there in Hammock. Gennaro in a nice silk robe he's in for a change of wardrobe he isn't gonna like well, he's getting up chase he sees us
3: you're looking for something
6: yeah you're wanted in town
3: that's Tracy send you for me
6: huh oh yeah yeah he did Enfield too anything wrong in town huh? I don't think so you see anything wrong Clark no no, I thought everything was fine.
9: Hey, Herb! Yeah,
12: Frankie? Stutz wants us in town. Sent these fellas out to tell us. Oh?
8: Uh,
13: I... I've seen you two
6: around before, haven't I? Hmm.
9: Hey, what's that on your shirt, cowpoke?
6: Oh, that's just a Texas Ranger badge. Come on, both of you. You're going into town. You, Shady! You uh, fellas mind telling me
12: what you... Think you've got on me? Well, let's start with the killing of Joe Powell. <laughs> oh, I can prove I was someplace else when Powell was killed. Herb and Stutz and I were playing cards with three other men
3: all night long.
6: Not this time, Gennaro. What do you mean? We've already proven where Stutz was, and he's made a full confession. There'll be no alibis this time. Don't move, Gennaro. Look
11: out oh, no, 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 for no, no, We don't want to
6: fight. Shouldn't fool around with a gun, Herb. A knife in the back is your specialty. Oh, well, I'm glad to see you know that I didn't kill Powell. Sure, Gennaro. You're the boy with the brains. You don't do the work. You order it.
12: That's something you can't prove.
6: No? You don't think Herb is going to take all the blame, do you?
9: You're not going to set me up, Gennaro. Shut
6: up. Oh. I want a lawyer. Yeah, I can understand that. I never saw a fellow who needed one more. All right, get moving. Take it in.
2: Frankie Gennaro and Herb Enfield were sentenced to life terms at Huntsville. Stutz Tracy was given 50 years and lesser offenders in the Kilman cleanup were given sentences of from one to five years. Those who were released without being charged left the town of Kilman quickly and quietly. The cleanup was complete.
1: And now here again is the star of our show, Joel
6: McRae. Folks, here's a special announcement I think you'll be interested in. You'll next hear Tales of the Texas Rangers... Beginning Sunday, one week from tomorrow. Yes, we're moving to a brand new time on Sundays. Beginning Sunday, October 8th. I hope you'll make it a point to hear us at our new time, beginning in just
1: eight days. Good night, folks. See you next Sunday. A week from Sunday, Joel McRae and another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers. Currently seen starring in the MGM production Stars in My Crown. Tonight's cast included Tony Barrett, Lou Krugman, Paul Frees, Tom McKee, Herb Ellis, and Byron Kane. This story was transcribed and adapted by Joel Murcott, and the program was produced and directed by Stacy Keach. This is Hal Gibney speaking and reminding you to be with us again at our new time, one week from tomorrow, Sunday, October 8th.
3: chimes mean good times on nbc next saturday at this time dennis day returns to the air dennis day's comedy is always refreshing because he appears so timid and bewildered but one thing that doesn't bewilder dennis is how to sing a popular ballad or rhythmical melody so for comedy and songs it's dennis day at this time next saturday that day also marks the return of the judy canova show and tomorrow, Phil Harris and Alice Fay return to
0: NBC. Thanks for joining us for Tales of the Texas Rangers with Joel McRae. This is your host and storyteller, John Hagedorn. This is 1001 Stories from the Old West. Reviews are always appreciated. Stay safe, everyone, and we'll be back soon. Sick of being upsold at gyms? <laughs>